welcome to Astro Talks with Los Angeles-based professional astrologer, Astro Chris, your source for weekly astrology, spiritual talk, and moon magic. Your energetic support is much appreciated, and I thank you for your five-star rating. You are a star. Gracias. In this week's astrology, the big players are Venus and Uranus. There's also big bad goddess energy this week with all the asteroids showing up and aspecting Venus and Pallas Athena in the sign of Taurus. Now, for the majority of the week, we're not going to have a lot of activity going on. We do have Pallas Athena conjuncting Uranus at 16 degrees in the sign of Taurus. And Pallas Athena and Uranus are an energy of combining crafty logic and incredible intuition. So our minds are going to be racing with ideas during this time. But not just ideas that we take no action on. Pallas Athena, make sure that you are able to strategize so you can execute these ideas, projects, or ventures to your benefit. So get out a pen and paper and start writing down these ideas. Mercury being in Taurus, forming his last trine to Pluto, can have you really dig within so you can get a better perspective on what the next steps are. So utilizing all this earth grounded energy to get practical guidance and be able to have more clarity in the actions that we're taking is the best thing you can do this week. Like I mentioned, most of the activity is going to be by the moon. The other planets are solidly transiting their zodiac signs that they reside in currently and they're not doing much. We have Saturn that recently stationed retro we have Neptune that's going nowhere, and he's getting ready to station retro. We have Jupiter at the early degrees of Aries, along with Mars and Aries. So as you can see, there's not much other activity going on. Now, the major aspect happening this week is that conjunction with Venus and Uranus. And that is happening at the end of the week on Saturday for the majority of the world. It might be earlier for you if you are near Australia or on the other side of the world. I am Los Angeles-based astrologer, so the predictions are going to be based on my location, so you will have to adjust for your location. But with that said, this is going to be strongly felt in the area of life that is influenced by Taurus. Remember, we are all the zodiac within. We do have an individual layout and based on our layout, the planets, the aspects, that builds our natal chart. If you're interested in getting a free natal chart, check out the link below or go to my website at www.codaqueenastrology.com. That's C-O-D-A-Q-U-E-E-N-A-S-T-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com. And you can get a free 
birth chart with a mini report that explains a little bit more about your chart. You do need your birth time. If you don't have that, then you can go ahead and set a sunrise chart. I have a YouTube video that you can check out. It'll be tagged if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're watching it on the podcast, I'll put it in the description below. So like that, you can head on over to that video and watch on how to cast a natal chart without a birth time. So going back to the astrology of the week with Venus conjuncting Uranus, this is actually energy that I really love. I really enjoy when Venus conjuncts Uranus. Why? Because I'm quirky and I love love. And when these two come together, there's a lot of spontaneity and unexpected events that occur. So let's dissect this further. Now we have Venus in the sign that it rules. She's a natural ruler of Taurus. So she loves to be in her sign of rulership. This is the Empress sitting on her throne, surrounded with luscious fruits, vegetables, and all the riches you can think of. Picture that Empress card in the tarot. Yes, that is Venus in her fine essence. So Venus transiting Taurus is a beautiful transit. Now, for the past four years, we've been having Venus in Taurus getting spooked by Uranus. Now, Venus loves her sign of Taurus, but Uranus has brought a new flavor to her transit in Taurus and will continue until he leaves the sign of Taurus in about another four years. So for the next four years, including this week, we're going to feel that jolt of shaking things up. What happens when Venus and Uranus contact? Ooh, you can fall madly in love. It can bring a relationship out of nowhere. It can also shake up relationships. It can cause breakups. And remember, nothing is caused by the cosmos. I should change my terminology there. If something's meant to break, it's going to just get pushed. This is a final push and it'll break and it'll show you the weaknesses in the relationship. But in general, I've noticed this a lot whenever we see the Venus-Uranus contact and it's aspecting something in the chart, love comes in out of nowhere. And it's this type of love that stimulates every part of you, stimulates all the senses because that's what Taurus rules, but it's also stimulating the mind. Now there's another expression to Venus and that's her cardinal air rulership to Libra. So she's also one to have a beautiful conversation. Now the type of conversation she has with Uranus is kind of out of this world. So you're getting why I like this. This is astrologer type of vibe right here. This is like talk to me astrology now. (laughs) Okay so with that said just expect to feel a little bit more different in regard to your relationships. Relationships are going to be shifting and this can be for utmost positive outcomes or it can break things up and it can be from one day to another very shocking and unexpected. Now the sign that's going to feel this the most like I mentioned is Taurus. 
Scorpio placements are going to feel a tension, but they're going to feel this energy for certain. And then we have Leo and Aquarius that are also feeling a tension because Taurus forms a square to those planets. So if you have any planets, especially your big three, sun, moon, rising, in any of the fixed signs, Taurus, Scorpio, Aquarius, and Leo in that order, then you're feeling this conjunction shake your world. Now, it's going to be more positive for the rest of the water signs and the rest of the earth signs, that is Cancer, Virgo, Capricorn, and Pisces, because these signs form either a sextile or a trine, which is very supportive energy. And for the sign of Sagittarius and also the sign of Libra, this might feel a little bit more of a either disconnected energy or a little tad bit nervous. Now, Libra, I think, has it a little tiny bit better than Sagittarius because Venus naturally rules the sign of Libra. So she does have some rulership over that sign, which her expression could be a little bit easier for those Libra placements. Currently this week, there's nothing near that 16 degree mark where Venus and Uranus are conjuncting other than asteroids. So we do see that there's going to be a sextile a few days before to Juno in Pisces and um, there's a separating sextile from Vesta so that is bringing big goddess energy where Vesta rules the sacred space in our home and also altars and our spiritual habits and Juno is the patron of partnerships, marriages, commitments, unions and it's in the sign of Pisces. You now can see why I'm calling this week big goddess energy. Topics around the feminine or the femme energy are going to be big focus this week. So don't be surprised if you hear big news or you hear powerful women in the media speaking up and advocating for things that are connected to the home, to unions, and also bringing justice into these systems because Pallas Athena she has rulership over the justice system and how to strategize. The only other asteroid that is left to speak about is Ceres. And Ceres is actually in the sign of Cancer. And she's at 9 degrees. So she's not necessarily forming an exact sextile. But she is forming an aspect via house placement. Because she's in Cancer. And Cancer sextiles the energy of Taurus topics around motherhood, mother and children, especially daughters, is going to be big as Ceres is forming a house sextile to Uranus, Venus, Pallas Athena, the North Node, and as of now, Mercury as well. Mercury will enter the sign of Gemini again, and that's going to be next week so this is the last week that we see his presence in the sign of Taurus now the only other goddess we need to speak about is the moon as the moon starts the week on Monday in the sign of Virgo which is a 
supporting trying to the planets we have in Taurus. Then from there, the moon goes into the sign of Libra and she'll be there around Wednesday. Then she enters the sign of Scorpio. The moon enters Scorpio around the 10th, so that's Friday. Then from there, the moon will enter the sign of Sagittarius on Sunday. So the moon, as it hits 16 degrees in Libra, will make an inconjunct aspect to Uranus and that conjunction to Venus. And then when it hits 16 degrees in Scorpio, it'll make an opposition. So that's going to be a tougher period. Again, the Scorpio uh, moons are going to be on uh, Friday and also uh, Saturday and a little bit of Sunday, depending on where you're located. And then from there, it makes a, another aspect when it's 16 degrees in the sign of Sagittarius. So like I mentioned earlier, the signs that are going to be feeling this energy a little bit more tougher and maybe a little bit of instability are going to be Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Aquarius, Leo and some Taurus are going to feel like really, really good vibes, and some of them are not, depending on the rest of their layout. But in general, the moon transiting Libra, Scorpio, and Sagittarius this time around because it makes aspects to this Uranus at 16 degrees. Whenever the moon hits 16 degrees in Libra, Scorpio, and Sagittarius, we're going to see little bolts of unexpected energy. Again, it could be positive. It can be that you find a dream career. It can be that you have great conversation with a stranger and you guys hit it off. The possibilities are endless. I do want you to take care of your health this week though because the nerves are going to be a little bit more agitated. Make sure you're taking plenty of liquids in and you are also incorporating some movements i would recommend you do some eft tapping or at least some shaking and moving or even qigong that would be good so you can move all this mental energy that you have and channel it out through the body so Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to subscribe, hit that notification bell, and comment below. I'm open to topic suggestions that have to do with astrology. And don't forget to catch me live on Thursdays for Astro Talk Ask the Astrologer, where I go live with my friend Kathy from The Healing Gem to talk about the astrology weather. I give more information about the zodiacs there and how they're feeling during the week. Thank you. Love and light.